Kura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Hello and welcome to Access Radio 106.1 FM. You're with Martin Andrews and Perrine Gilkerson. And this is B Side Stories. Kia ora, Perrine. Uh, how's your week going? Um. <laughs> I have to mention politics now because... Please do, please do. Oh, God, it's just been so mental the last week. Isn't it it an incredible time that we're living through at the moment? Yeah, I always just thought this was going to be a boring election, but um, here we are. Sure. (laughs) Scandal everywhere. Thoughts? Thoughts? I'm a little bit sad. You're a little bit sad? Yeah. About what in particular is making you sad right now? (laughs) (laughs) Tell our B-side listeners. Um... Just that uh, this scandal seems to be um, bringing the Green Party right down, and I thought they were doing pretty well. And sure, mm. sure. Um, so, what's the latest? Is, uh, has has something else broken today? Oh, just the two MPs resigning. Oh, is yeah. it, and this is over the treatment that Matilda's received. Um, it's because they think she should step down. Oh, that's a real shame. Yeah. Oh, this is this is the first I've heard of it, and that's that really disappoints me. Um, the reason it disappoints me is because the the one thing that um, myself as a as a personal voter, the one thing that I always hope for in politicians is that they speak the truth. You know, mm. that's all I ask of them. Like mm. I, I don't mind them making mistakes. I just want them to. T- Tell the truth. Yeah. Enough with the spin. Enough with the lies. And so, the fact that she did actually come out and tell her truth, I, I felt this is what we want. Yeah. You know? Okay. So she made a mistake. She took full ownership of it. But please, yeah. more of this. And she's just getting punished for it. Hey. The mm-hmm. message that we're sending to our politicians is: Hey, just don't don't tell the truth. If you get away with it, if you make a mistake, don't fess up. You know. And that's the wrong message. This is my Get personal opinion there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, disappointing, eh? Mm. Disappointing. Anyway, I didn't mean to turn this into hey, a no, political no worries. discussion. This is, we're, we're here for all of this, eh? That, that's great. But uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to another week. Uh, we've got a couple of fantastic guests. Our first guest is Ben Phillips from the Newtown Tool Library. Kia ora, kia ora Ben. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Um, and who have you got for oh, us, Perrin? Coming up in the second half of the show today is Ross Gardner. He's here from Manawa Karioi Ecological Restoration Project. And Ben looks like he's nodding, like he knows Ross. Yeah, Ross is great. Okay. Yeah, he's done some really good work out there in Island Bay. Yeah, yep. So, well, we were all, well, I know I was hiding out from the rain yesterday afternoon and they were out there planting about 100 trees out at um, Tapu Teranga. Marae. So we'll hear about that from Ross in the second half of the show. All right, fantastic. So, Ben, the Newtown Tool Library, can you yes. give our listeners just a brief introduction as to what it is, how long it's going, uh, how did it all start out there? Yeah, so I'm here to talk about the Newtown Tool Library today. I'm the, the new coordinator as of this year. And um, basically, the Newtown Tool Library is a community resource based out of the Newtown Community and Cultural Centre out on uh, corner of Rental and Columbus Street in Newtown. And um, a few people might have heard of the repair cafes that we've been running this year. We've had a few events um, associated around recycling and upcycling and fixing things. Um, so we've got a real DIY focus. And um, our vision really is to 
uh, upskill the community, teach people how to fix them, fix things themselves, reduce waste, and also raise standards standards of living. So we've basically been collecting tools over the last sort of uh, six to eight, ten, twelve months, and um. Uh, we take donations and we've had a little bit of funding to buy new tools and we're collecting them, creating an inventory of tools that people can use around the house to improve the standards of living and, and fix things around their flats, around their homes or even cars or bikes, things like that. Yeah. And uh, how long has it been going for, B? We started up um, in, in October last year. We got a little bit of seed funding to um, buy a few new, a new, uh, some new tools and that it sort of started from there and it's been snowballing we've got over 300 tools now in the inventory and um and uh, the membership is growing so we're basically like a a regular library like a library for books but it's more of a library of things that's sort of extending that that idea some evolution of that idea into things that are are useful um for people to improve the standards of living so um we have a membership structure where you, you sign up for a year's membership and you get free access to any tools that you might need. Um, and we've got an online platform where you can go on and have a look at the inventory and book your book your tools out for a week and then take them home, use them, and then bring them back in. Yeah, it's really effective. It's cool. And so your the tools that you have have grown over the time that it's been operating. Where have the tools, the new tools, come from? Yeah, well, um, we mostly, you know, our our focus is to um, sort of move against the the whole concept of ownership. So our tagline is access before ownership, and um, we're trying to trying to encourage um, people to to share things. You know, we really we're taking up a bit of a space in this new sharing economy, but um, not not the kind of sharing economy that sort of as uh, a business that grows into like a big behemoth like. Um, Airbnb or or Uber. It's more of a get back to your get back to the roots of what it means to create some or instigate some community resilience. Um, so we've we've uh, we've been taking donations. Basically, people have been bringing in old tools that they've been cleaning out from their sheds and um, things that they don't use anymore. But we're trying to encourage people to. Um, think more laterally about what they actually own and whether they actually use it all of the time because a lot of people have things out there, tools and things that are sitting around in their sheds that maybe they use them on their Christmas break and the holidays maybe once a year um, and then they go back in the shed and don't get used, don't get used and so we're encouraging people to sort of think um, about what they could share with the community, create some community cohesion, get people to um, meet each other and, and share ideas and knowledge and it's really about upskilling the community so people can learn how to fix things themselves especially if they're on a low income so we really focus on people who are um, doing it tough out there and maybe can't can't afford to insulate their their flat or fix a broken window or uh, fix a dripping tap or things like that so we're, we're trying to get people to uh, learn how to do these things themselves so they can save a bit of money for the things that really matter you know sure yeah. how are you reaching those people Ben? Well, we've got a website, um, newtown-tool-library.com, um, and we've got a Facebook page. If you look up Newtown Tool Library at Facebook, you'll see all our, our latest updates, stories about things that people have fixed with tools from the Tool Library, upcoming events, and, and a link through to our inventory, and, and you can sign up on the website as well, so you can become a member anytime you like. Mm-hmm. It's, um, 
It, it, it's so empowering for uh, for people to, you know, it's it's you know it's that old adage, isn't it? If you give, you can feed a man for a day, but if you teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Oh, yeah, yeah, so um, it's great that you're managing to get those skills out to people that wouldn't otherwise have them. What would you say, um, like just? I mean, I've never actually used a tool library myself, but I can imagine some people would be uh, maybe a bit shy or a bit reticent about coming in because they're like, well, I do want to do that, but I don't know if I would be able to use exactly the tools. To yeah. yeah, so what would you say to those people that are in that position? Well, a lot of our, you know, a lot of our members and volunteers really are in, in that sort of position. You know, they're, They've got a keen uh, interest in doing things themselves, and a big one of a big part of our vision is to um, you know foster a DIY culture. You know, bring people together so they can learn from each other and and learn skills. So, what we try and do is uh, when people come in, we we just talk to them about um, what it is they want to do, what they're mm-hmm. trying to create, or what they're trying to fix, and then we we sort of encourage them to learn themselves. So, a big part of our ethos is. uh, sort of encouraging people how to learn to do things themselves because we're not all experts we're not all builders Mm -hmm. or carpenters or plumbers ourselves the people that are involved in the project but you know we're we're here to learn with the community and and help people how to um, you know figure out how to do things themselves so with our events especially our repair cafes um, we we invite uh, skilled volunteers to come in and help people repair things so we set up a we set up an event where we have a a space filled with uh, tools and, and uh, resources, um, and then the community is invited in to bring their broken items, things that they love that they don't want to throw out but they really want to repair or fix, and they come in and they're hopefully shown how to fix those things and they can go away and they can feel like they've actually learned how to you know, do something themselves rather than relinquish that responsibility of care onto somebody else. Yeah. Sure. And what about who who are the people that are involved in the tour library that are passing on these skills? Yeah, well, we have a, a, a loose affiliation, um, mostly from people around Newtown. You know, we're very sort of localised, really um, place-based in, in that respect where we invite, you know, a, um, people that are in our social networks and we put... Um, sort of the call out around these events um, to people who have any particular skills that they'd like to share um, with people and you know there's a real ethos of, of learning sharing um, educational sort of engagement with 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 the community so we um we're a small we're a small group but we're we're all learning and teaching each other how to fi- how to fix things and how to get by and sort of reduce reduce our environmental footprints and um uh you know do something uh sustainable in our lives and just improve our standards of living things like that waste minimization is one of our main one of our main focuses you know we don't want to we want to try and discourage people from throwing things throwing things away that when it's not necessary so yeah that's our, our main goal so what would be an example of some of the things that um you know people might have lying around their homes that were that they could potentially bring into the repair cafe. Yeah, with the repair cafes, we set up all these different uh, fix-it stations. Really, we have sewing machines, we have electronic fixing, we have jewelers that come in, we have furniture repair. So, wow, um, we've run three events so far, and each one we've had a quite a spectrum of things that have been brought in by the by the community to get repaired. A lot of electrical items that seems to be the main thing. You know, a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, cables break or bits and pieces fall off your um, your toaster or your blender or your vacuum cleaner. This sort of thing. Where um, 
you know, so mm-hmm. we've had and I think that in today's culture, the first thing to do for people is to oh well, it's broken, it's done, it gets thrown out. That's and right. And then they yeah, just yeah. go and buy a whole new one. So yeah, so it's sort of there's a little bit of a subversive element to the tool library as well because we're trying to move against that hyper consumerism. Mm-hmm. We're trying to move against big box retailers who are convincing people that it's okay to, you know, once something breaks, um, just throw it out. And mm. um, unfortunately, a lot of goods these days, the, you know, there's this thing called planned obsolescence where they're constructed to, uh, you know, not really last as long as things used to. Mm. So we're trying to hark back to a day of uh, a time of repair when people knew how to actually fix things and do things for themselves. And, you know, you know, older generations remember when, um, cities were full of little repair shops, whether it was shoes or TVs or radios or, mm. or furniture or whatever. We don't really see that anymore. It's, and it seems like it's sort of moving away from people knowing how to do things for themselves. We sort of see that as a almost like a relinquishing of freedom. So, we, you know, the wider the wider philosophical vision is to give back people some sort of autonomy over their own lives so they can, you know, feel like they're actually doing something good for the planet and, you know, in charge of, of the stuff that they own. Mm. Clothes? Definitely, yeah, yeah. So we have seamstresses or tailors and, and sewing machine operators that come in and you can, oh. um, during the repair cafes, you can bring in uh, all, all sorts of fabric items and we've got hand stitches and overlockers and industrial sewing machines. And, um, oh, yeah, that's we, amazing. We I, I had no in. idea that it was going to be so uh, thorough. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to expand it into as many different sort of uh, things that we can <laughs> we can think of. I think next time we might um, we haven't had a bike uh, workshop for a while now. Uh, we did have a connection with the Mechanical Tempest mm-hmm. crew who are doing some uh, summer series of bike workshops outside of the Newtown Community Centre, but that was in the summer. So we're looking for um, people that are interested in coming in and doing a bit of bike maintenance. We're also thinking of um, uh, looking into IT. Um, not repairs but updates people who've got laptops or computers that are running a bit slow we might get mm, some IT sure. people in to sort yeah. of fix that so we're trying to think laterally about things that can improve people's um, lives and, and, and get people talking and you know have conversations around community resilience and waste minimisation yeah cool uh, what about for folk that don't live in uh, Newtown well we try and get as broad a reach with our uh, with our promotional stuff as possible. Um, there are some other groups around that are doing a similar thing. In fact, I heard just recently there's a group up Kapiti Coast which are running a repair cafe. Yeah, I think it's coming up. They, um, they're doing a similar thing to us, um, which is great to see. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's something that will blossom. It'll keep, keep growing. It's, it's something that's been happening around mm-hmm. the world for years. And as far as we know... Um, uh, coming back to the tool library, we think we may be the first um, main tool library in New Zealand, um, but there is a register of uh, repair cafes, um, which are often associated with tool libraries. Um, you can go online and find an international register, so look in your local area and you can find what's happening around that. Um, yeah, so I think there's definitely things popping up in all the different main, main centres. But um, as people get more connected, I think, especially through new technology, it's much easier for people to get their head around sharing, um, you know, their resources in general. Mm. So I think things like the tool library are going to become hopefully more and more popular. And we've seen that with our membership growing really fast and lots of really enthusiastic people coming in and having conversations about sharing their stuff. And how does one become a member? We can visit our website, 
newtown-tool-library.com and um, there's, a, there's a little sign up form there and flick us, a, flick us an email, just ask us some questions and, um, and then you can come in and we'll sign you right up and you can have a look at our inventory. So yeah, we're based at the Newtown Community Centre um, and feel free to drop in any time. We're open twice a week, so Wednesday nights from 5 to 7 and then Saturday afternoons, 11 to 1. So whether you can get in through the week or on the weekend, we'll be there and we can show you the ropes and talk to you about tall libraries and repair cafes. And how long would an average person uh, hire a... Is it hire or borrow? Um, pretty much the same thing, yeah. So we're based on a sort of a... I guess legally, with it's like a higher higher contract, so it's like hiring something, but really it's free of charge. We do have a fifteen dollar um, annual sign up fee just to cover administration costs and things like that. Um, but uh, essentially, it's free to free to hire or borrow the things, and you get a, you get a week to use them. Oh, great! Um, and if you go over, you just let us know, and we can renew it, just like a regular library. So it's fifteen dollars um, for a year, and then all of your borrowing is free. That's right. It's a bargain. Yeah, it is a bargain. Yeah. So we've got a whole range of different tools, everything from power tools to through. We've got a sewing machine. We've got um, hand tools, um, uh, bike repair tools. We've got all sorts of things that you can use to fix up your your loved things and uh, the repair cafe is being run on yeah our next one will be on the 14th of October so got a couple of months to go um, and it's a single day that's right we'll be running uh, through the through the afternoon so we usually set it up for just a few hours um, and like I say we'll be putting the call out for volunteers and and getting people involved it's got it's going to be in Newtown it's not going to be at the community center this time around but we're going to be in the um, in the main shopping center in Newtown so we're getting a little bit closer to the <laughs> to the lively hub of Newtown city um, which will be really exciting so we'll see how that goes and uh, would you expect with the way that the previous ones have run have you just had an influx of people just bringing all this stuff in and saying hey I need to repair this and yeah yeah mostly people hear about it from our, our promotions through Facebook and through posters that we put around town but a lot of people have just hear about it through word of mouth so we get families and, and renters and seniors and, and a whole cross section of society coming in and bringing things that they're interested to repair um, yeah we get a we, we've got a pretty solid um, steady flow of people through last time so we're definitely looking to try and expand maybe even expand the time or extend the time that we have um, because people come in at the very last minute and they've got all a handful of stuff that they arms full of stuff that they want to fix but we've run out of time so yeah yeah we try and do our best though you know um, we have some really dedicated volunteers awesome team of um, really skilled individuals we've got some registered electricians and some you know professional jewelers and professional furniture makers and people like this that are really um, essential to have to to learn how to really fix stuff up um, in a in a good fashion so you know what you're doing yeah this is great maybe yeah uh, we could do a live a live b-sides from the live yeah yeah You're from the welcome. from the please come from down the, the repair cafe or even bring the repair cafe in here we've done some live shows in here like gigs and stuff we did a um we did an open mic in here once so we yeah. could just bring in some people that are fixing stuff and make it interesting hey so how often does the repair cafe actually happen yeah we we initially we ran them every two months but then we found it's it it quite, actually quite a lot of work so we, mm. we've um, settled on a three-month rotation now so four times a year is, um, should be enough but um, 
Uh, we're also looking to the future of um, into the future of uh, running some f- uh, sort of more specific fix-it workshops for the community. So um, mostly, uh, essentially, to begin with, focused on um, improving living standards. So uh, people who have got low-cost housing or, or low-income families, um, we want to um, help people figure out how to fix stuff up around the home. So, you know, something breaks in, the, in their rental property, they can get their bond back. They don't have to um, fork out to get somebody to come and fix it or they don't have to lose that bond that is so, um, so essential these days for moving house. So if somebody's got a hole in the wall or, like I said, they've got a, um, some plumbing problems, um, we're hoping to, to run some more specific workshops where we can teach people how to fix that stuff themselves. They can come into the tool library and they can borrow the tools that they need to fix them and, and they can figure out how to do it. Um, uh, we've also uh, been talking and uh, about a collaboration with a, a local music um, young female music collective called Tipu, um, who are interested in uh, doing something in the space of um, f- young female musicians who are who are uh, maybe somehow excluded from live music venues that have an 18 plus um, uh, restriction, um, and they're looking at maybe running some workshops for young women about um, instrument repair um, and general music music industry uh, information. So we're really thinking laterally about what we can offer because we've got a great space, the Newtown Community Centre, as the as a, um, a project of the community centre, the tool library is, is there with this, this space that is open for people to come and collaborate with us and we really wel- we welcome that and we're interested to talk to anybody who's um, got any ideas about sustainability or waste minimisation or upskilling or um, up- upcycling um, things and um, running workshops or uh, sharing the space with us. Yeah, That's fantastic, Ben. Um it all sounds like such great stuff, and um, it's really, really fantastic to hear these things that are going on in our community, which a lot of the time are um, maybe hidden for a lot of people that are actually in the community. So that's right. Yeah. Thanks for coming in and sharing the story of the tool library. Yeah, you're welcome. And once again, how can people find you? Yeah, you can look on Facebook. So Newtown Tool Library on Facebook or newtown-tool-library.com is our website. We're also putting the call out there for volunteers. Um, I want to just give a um, big ups to all our volunteers, a really dedicated, very small but very dedicated team of of um, eager people that come in every week to, to man the, or uh, staff the tool library. So we're a bunch of tool librarians, that's what we call ourselves. Um, but we are looking for more people to get involved. Um, um, it's it's a real fun project, you know. You just come down and you heat the room up, and on these cold winter evenings, and and have chats with people about DIY. It's actually really cool. Yeah. So we welcome people to get in touch. Um, please do. Well, thank you for all that you're doing out there, Ben, and and our thanks to everybody else that's involved in the tool library. It's it sounds like a fantastic initiative, and uh, wish you all the best with the Repair Cafe. And we'll probably somebody from B sides will probably come down and check it out yeah, on the yeah, night. Thanks. Now you're going to leave us with a song here, Ben. Tell us a little bit about what you've chosen here. Oh yeah, well this um, young musician is. Um one of my favourites. Um, she's just one of those super creative individuals. She makes all her own beats, writes all her own songs, and um, just uh, all, as well as just making really groovy music, she's always got a really good message. So this tune is, um, from what I gather, is about um, technology and how it's sort of uh, changing the way uh, youth uh, sort of uh, interacting with the world. And um, 
you know, uh, lamenting the fact that they, they're not maybe playing as much as they should be outside anymore. So, yeah, it's a good social message to, um, to the world about um, remembering, remembering what's important for, for youth and experience. Yeah. Fantastic. So this is Astia, Pro Bono Techno Zone. Thanks again to Ben Phillips of the Newtown Tool Library. Thanks, mate. Up the rivers, 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 up the r